excited though, because it's been so busy. We've been in conference mode for a while. And our teams work so hard, all the volunteers, we had people here all week setting up and production team worship. And just thank you to all of you. And if you, if you gave to help a student get to conference, thank you so much for believing what God's doing. You enable people to come and experience Christ, give their life to him, really be encouraged. And just thank you so much for partnering with us, volunteers and people who gave. You're so awesome and praying for us. Um, but it's been a conference mode, and I'm kind of ready to go back to the gym tomorrow. You know what I mean? It's like, I want to get back to the gym because tomorrow it should be clearing out from all the New Year's resolutions, you know? And so <laughs> I'm really excited. I don't have to wait for the machines anymore. I can just jump right in there because everyone's kind of forgot about those things. I was, I was, thinking, <laughs> I was thinking about New Year's resolutions. And there's, there's like five, I think, that are pretty common that we don't always follow through with. One would be getting fit. But, you know, LA Fitness and Gold's Gym love this time of year. They love it because everyone's inspired and then... You know, late January, February hits, it's like, yeah, we'll see. There's a couple other ones I was thinking about, though, like, I don't know, maybe you can level with me on this one. Um, I had a really cool <laughs> resolution last year. It's like 2017 is going to be the year that I learned Spanish. And it's like, I'm learning it. I'm going to, I'm going to get... I'm going to get Rosetta Stone. I'm going to, I'm going to watch YouTube videos. I'm going to get a tutor. It's going to be awesome. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited to say that now when I go to the taco trucks or Chipotle, my orders are a little bit more eloquent, but <laughs> I, I totally failed the resolution. I wanted to do it, but I just failed miserably, miserably. Maybe this is one you can, I don't know, maybe it hits you. Some resolutions like, you know, I'm going to quit a bad habit this year. I'm going to stop biting my nails in 2018. Or when I come home, instead of kicking my shoes everywhere, I'm going to put them back where they need to go. Maybe a resolution you've tried before is <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm going to spend less and I'm going to save more. You do good for a couple weeks, then you go down to the Grove and they have a really awesome sale at Nordstrom. It's like, ah, we'll start saving next month. Um, you know, resolutions, there's all sorts of things. Maybe get organized. I'm getting organized in 2018. I'm going to have calendars and schematics and budgets. I'm getting organized. Resolutions. What it means to me, really, um, is the idea in this year, in 2018, I'm going to move forward. I'm going to move forward. I'm going to make some, make up some ground in life, and I'm going to move forward. I'm moving and I think it's really this. It's the idea of moving from here where we're at. And the idea is going from here to there, right? That's what it's really about. Going forward is about going from where we're at here to there. My question to you is this. What could your life look like at the end of 2018? Right? What could, uh, what could your family look like? Maybe you could get your relationship with your kids back or build trust with your parents. Or maybe you could go after that better job, go after that promotion, go back to school. What could 2018, what could it look like? Maybe you get the better job or maybe you get a haircut. I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe you could save some cash. Maybe you could get a prayer life in 2018. Maybe you could get a worship life in 2018. Maybe you could get connected with, with the circle in 2018, but we got to get from here to there, where we're at, to where God's calling us to go. And it really comes down to this. What are you and I willing to risk here in order to get to there? 
What am I willing to risk? What am I willing to change? And here's the thing about change is it's, it's, it's hard. But I really believe that lasting change is possible. It's possible. It's hard, but it's possible. Because we're supposed to in life get from where we're at to where we need to go. The thing about here is that every thought, every decision, every act, every good thing, every, every negative thing, decisions we've made, big, large, every pain, every joy, from the time we were born to now, has got me here. Has got you to where you're at. That's where here is. But we're supposed to get from here to there. There's a life that I'm living here. And God wants me, sees me, the life that he's built for me, there. The tragedy in most of our lives is that, not that it ends too soon, but sometimes we just don't grab hold of the life that Christ came to give us that's here. That's the tragedy. we got to get from here to there. Would you pray with me today? Father, we thank you for the opportunity to come here. Lord, I ask that you would speak to us. You would speak to us, God. Lord, I ask that you would make me insignificant so you could be significant today. God, break us down, build us up, mold us, shape us. God, reveal to us today in a more powerful way of who you've called us to be. Lord, help us today. Take the first step in getting from here to there. In Jesus' name, all our friends agree with that prayer this morning would say. Amen. Amen. Man, Paul, I'm going to jump in here in Acts. Paul is, is speaking to uh, in Athens about uh, with philosophers, and they're kind of arguing uh, about what he's arguing with them about because they worship so many gods. And in this text, he kind of explains what life uh, for, for Christ followers should look like. In Acts 17:20, I think that he gives us kind of like the formula in everyone's life, no matter if you're here for the first time watching online, or you grew, grew up in church. He gives us a formula for moving from here to there in our life. And it says this, Acts 17, 28, the message translation. Paul speaking, talking about God. He said, he does not play hide and seek with us. He's not remote. He's near. Someone say, he's near. He's Come on, say it again. He's near. he's near. Watch. Here's the first part of the formula. It says, we live. It goes on to say, we move in him. We can't get away from him. The first part of the formula is, Living in him. If you want to get from here to there, you have to make the choice in your life to live in him. Yet many people, we, we choose to live here in, in, in a place of resentment at times, in a place of, of bitterness, a place of, of shame, a place of, of rejection, a place of blame, a place of could have, a place of should have a place of would have, a place of what if. We, instead of living in him, we, we choose to live here. But you got to get out of here. Living, living, living with the knowledge of Jesus is awesome. But living in Jesus is totally different from just having the knowledge in church, just knowing a scripture, just singing a song. That's great to have knowledge of Christ, but it's a whole other universe to choose to live your life in Christ. Live in Christ. It means to, to align my life to Jesus' standard of living. It means that I don't, when I live in Christ, I'm not choosing and picking and poking which, which scripture I'll apply here and which truth I'll apply here, but it's I'm choosing to build my life in 
Christ, in him, in him. I'm not picking and choosing. I'm like, well, well, I, I don't like that verse, so I'm not going to apply it here. But, but I like this one. No, it's our whole life. I will align my life to his standard of living. It's, oh, it's kind of like when we live in something, it becomes who we are and who we're becoming. Yeah. Or it can be something that we just do in our life. Or it can be who we're becoming. See, we have to align our whole self with his way of living. A life, a life in Christ, I found, is a life full of balance. It's full of balance. But then when we live in and out of Christ, it's a life full of unbalance. Hmm? Our faith is shaky. I, I, don't, I don't understand why. A lot of times it's because we're living in and out. Life in Christ creates a balanced life. Maybe come and go in church as we feel like we need to. And well, I, went to, I haven't gone to church in three months. Well, I'm, I'm back now. Or coming in and out. A lot of times when we struggle with that, it comes down to maybe we're not living in him. We're living in a knowledge of him. Living life in Christ creates a balanced life. Watch. When, when, we, live, when we live in Christ, John 10.10 10 says that, he will, that you will have life and life more abundantly. I am convinced that each person in this room can enjoy and live in the life that God came to give you, you can have the abundant life. But we only have access to that life when we live in Christ. See, when we live in him, it's like, we're, it's, it's life, it's, it's active, it's, it's lively. And sometimes as followers of Christ, we can become pretty lifeless at times. When we live life in Christ and his life is in us, everything that I touch should have more life brought to it because I'm there. When I show up into my marriage, it should have more life because I'm there. When I show up to my job, it should have more life because I'm there. When I show up into my kid's life, it should have more life and light because I'm there. When I show up to serve, there should be more life. Why? Because I'm there. Because his life in his life is shooting through us. Which makes me wonder then, what would my life look like if Mark McGaffin showed up a little more? You know? What would life look like if, if I showed up once in a while? Because too many times I'm too busy for the moments. I mean, not y'all, me, me, not you, me. I just get too busy for the moments. Begin thinking about this. What would happen if I really was all the way there? Like sometimes I pray and I ask God for things. And I pray and I, and, I, and I mean it. But I pray the prayer and then I'm personally nowhere to be found in the equation. And it makes me think, like, just being real, why should God show up if I ain't even there? Why should he show up if, if, if I'm not even showing up? See, we can, we can live the moment, but maybe I'm not in the moment. See, I wonder if, if here, here, right now, where I'm at, everything that's happening is not because of the absence of God. But it's because of the absence of me. If everything I'm experiencing isn't, 
isn't because God's mad at me because he's not mad at you. Isn't because he doesn't love, because he does love you. But maybe it's not about the absence of Jesus. Maybe it's about the absence of Mark McGaffin. When we we live in Christ, we need to be in the moment. I wonder sometimes what worship would be like if I showed up. I I wonder sometimes what prayer would be like if I showed up. Am I talking to someone today? I, I, I wonder sometimes what my marriage would be like if I showed up. I wonder what my finances would look like sometimes if I showed up. Come on, somebody. I wonder sometimes what my relationship with my kids would look like if I showed up. Because here's the reality is that, is that God is not showing up in our lives in percentages. Well, God really moved last weekend at the outpouring, don't you say? Absolutely. But the same Jesus that was at the outpouring is here right now. He's not showing up here with 5%. He's 100% all the way in in this moment. He's all the way in. He's all the way in. Why? Because he he gets the power of the moment. He's all in. I mean, mean, God's not smart like I'm smart. He's not not even strong like like I'm strong. He's all-powerful all the time. He is alpha while at the same time being omega. Psalms 37 says it this way, I was young and now I'm old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken. He's beginning and he's end. God is always present because he knows there's power in this moment. And if somebody in this room today could tap into just that alone, I guarantee you, your life will switch. Listen, you've got one shot at 2018. One chance. But if you do it right, one chance is all you need. And we've got to make the most of it. And what stands between here and there is what we do with right now. Reality is, is here, it's robbing you of there. It's robbing you. It's robbing you. It's looting your life. Where you're at right now is looting your future. It's robbing you, stealing from you, robbing you blind. It's, it's taking from what God has for you here, the life that he has. In him, we live. When we're living in him, the next part goes on to say, and move. When we live in Christ, you'll be able then to move from here to there. Life in Christ requires action. It's not a spectator sport. It it requires forward movement. And as we move, there's a momentum that Christ brings to our life to take us forward into the future that God has for us there. But we gotta, we got to live in him, and then we can move. Our lives should be emotions. Philippians 3, 12 through 14, the message translation says this. I'm not saying that I have this all together, that I have made it, but I am well on my way reaching out for Christ, who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I've got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward. That word onward means this, forward motion, nothing to the side of us, nothing below or behind us. Everything in life is ahead of you towards Jesus. He goes on to say, I'm off and running. Notice he doesn't say he's walking, he's off and running, and I'm not going to turn back. So 
The interesting thing about Paul is, is if anybody could have had the right to stop moving forward, it's Paul. Paul was the chief apostle. Paul is the man. He's living in Christ. Paul is, is teaching Peter. Paul is teaching James. Paul is teaching John. But in this verse, he says, I'm moving forward to what lies ahead. I'm moving forward to there. I can't stay here. I got to get there. So let's forget what's behind us, the disappointment, the anger, the resentment, the shame, all that. Let's get behind the, let's, let's leave the unforgiveness behind us, but not just the bad things. At the same time, sometimes we we let our present-day victories and the victories that happened a year ago keep us from where God wants us to go now. All of it's powerful and all of it's awesome, but we got to move from here to where God wants us to go. The past is, is not meant to be a destination. We're not supposed to build our lives here and stay here. We're supposed to maybe learn from the past. Maybe an education, but the fear of change paralyzes us from moving forward into the life that God has for us. Like Paul, I want to move forward. I want to move forward in 2018. I want to run towards vision, destiny, the life that Jesus came to give. And there are times in our life where we need to move on from where we're at, not because it's a bad place necessarily, not that nothing good happened here in the past, but i got to get to where God has me going now. And a lot of times we want to wait and say, you know what? I'll wait until it feels right. The magic moment rarely comes when it feels right to take the first step. But there's power in a moment to, to take a step forward because God has greater things for you in your future. What he has in front of you is greater than what lies behind you. We can look back and gain confidence for what God did here. We can gain confidence and move forward from that and look forward to what God has for you right here, right now in this moment. And take one step, one step, one step in the right direction towards there. Oftentimes it's, it's all about taking just one step in the right direction that could change your future. But rarely when we're getting ready to take that step do we think, you know what, this one small step is going to change everything for me. This one small step is going to totally revolutionize my family. This one tiny step is going to change my relationship with my husband. This one tiny little step in my finances is going to change everything. But rarely do we see it that way. But in reality, little decisions add up to make a huge difference in our lives. They pile up on top of each other. And they are huge. Small decisions can have a huge impact. So in your life today, what is one step that you could take today at 11.07 to change everything? Or at least get you on the path to change. Get you on the way forward towards change. And we can talk about it. We can preach about it for weeks. But ultimately, in my life, words are always cheap. They're cheap. My intentions, (laughs) they're cheap. Conversations are good, but they're cheap. Post on Facebook, they're probably cheap. All of these things are untrustworthy. Inaction in our life breeds doubt and fear. But action, taking a step forward, it breeds confidence. It breeds courage. It breeds fearlessness. The more you move, the more courage you build in your life. See, those actions are expensive. Movement is expensive. These types of things are trustworthy and valuable because movement causes growth. Staying where you're at causes death. 
stuck in lifelessness. But movement causes growth and life. In him we live, but then in him we move towards our future. I've got to get out of here. I've got to get out of here. I've got to get out of here. I can't stay here. Friend, you can't stay here. You can't afford to stay here in 2018. You can't afford to stay here. You got to move. You got to move. No matter what 2018 brings, you got to move. You got to get up and move. You got to move. You got to move. You can't stay here. No matter what the enemy brings, you'll face fear along the way. You'll, you'll face obstacles along the way. Disappointments. You'll face them head on, but you can't stay here. Maybe in the past you would try to take a step and you would face something. You'd turn away. But friend, you're only made stronger by the difficulties you face head on. I can't stay here. I'm going to move through every obstacle, every wall. There's nothing that's impossible that with living in Christ that he can't get me through. I've got to move forward. Life in Christ, he, he, he wants you to, to have this, this amazing life, this abundant life. It's available. But it's going to require action from me. It's going to require faith from me. It's going to require movement from me. See, Scripture says that the steps of the righteous are ordered of God. They're, they're ordered of God. I found that God always blesses movement. But he can't bless the step you won't take. He's faithful. He's willing. He's able. But friend, I got to move today. I got to step towards what he's calling me. I got to step towards not necessarily a destination or a thing, but maybe the person he's called me to be. We get so caught up in what we're doing in life. What do I need to do? What do I need to be? It's all about that. Who are you becoming? God has this incredible life for you, but it's mostly about who you are, not what you're doing. Who are you becoming in the process? You got to take a step from here to get to there. This year, in my life, it's about getting out of the excuses here. Hmm? It's about getting out of the victim mentality here. The woe is me mentality. Why me? When is, it, when it, when is something going to turn? No, it's about getting out of it. It's about getting out of it. It's about getting out of the shame. Well, I, I would serve, but... I haven't always been a Christian. And if you saw what I was like before, it's about getting out of the shame. It's about getting out of the, the rejection. It's about, it's about moving. It's about moving forward. It's about getting your relationship with your kids back. Hmm? It's, about, it's about getting your marriage put back together. It's about getting your finances back together. We can't stay here. We got to get to there. This is the year that I'm going to be a real Christian. This, this is the year I'm going, to, I'm going to move out of here and I'm going to get my prayer life right. This is the year where I'm going to get my worship right. This is the year where I'm going to join a circle. i got to get out of where I'm at and move to where God is calling me to go. i got to get out of here. i got to get to there. This, this is the year to really draw near to God and take a step out of here towards the life that he came to give you and watch him turn depression here into hope and joy there. To step out of fear here and watch him turn it into love here.
to take a step out of the sin cycle that's been dogging you the last five years and jump in and start stepping into forgiveness. To maybe take a step out of the mistake that's been holding you back and begin to step into mercy. To maybe take a step out of opinion and towards understanding. Maybe take a step out of always feeling need and God, I'm stepping into provision now. I'm stepping out of need into provision. Maybe to take a step out of personal rebellion and step into personal revolution. Maybe it's a year for you to take a step out of what's been ordinary in your family to what God has called you to be extraordinary in your family. Perhaps it's time to take a step out of what's been natural into what's supernatural. See, this is the year not to just take a step, but also not to turn back. I've come too far to turn back. I'm burning the bridge to the old life. I'm burning the bridge to the old me. I'm burning a bridge that goes back to shame. I'm burning the bridge that goes back to unbelief. I'm burning the bridge. I'm over it. I'm done. I'm, not, I'm done with low living. I'm done with low talking. I'm time to move forward. Come on, that you wouldn't surrender to the giant this year. That you wouldn't, that you wouldn't surrender and retreat in the face of fear. That you wouldn't hide the light that's so gloriously deposited in your life. That you wouldn't trample on the grace that's been freely given to you. That you wouldn't conform to culture. That you wouldn't give in to failure. That you would understand that failure is not final. I'm on a journey to get there. I'm not stopping. I'm going forward. I'm not giving up. 2018, my year is going to be me fighting for every step. And it starts with one, out of here to there. A lot of times though, we think we're walking alone, don't we? It's like, if I take a step, my husband is gonna freak out. I'll be all alone. People at work are gonna ridicule me, criticize me. What if I really start giving? I, I can't give. You just looked at my finance, I can't do it. But perhaps it's a step of faith that can begin to pile up and make a huge difference in your life. Well, I'm just so alone on these. I feel like I'm going to take a step alone. But I think the encouraging thing is this, is that as you step, Jesus takes every step with you. It's not your journey of faith. It's yours and Christ together. We're walking this thing out. He's not going to leave you where he found you. He's going to pick you up, take you where he's going, give you a new name. A new identity, a new purpose, a vision, a calling. He has good plans for your life. The abundant life, plans of hope, future. He has good things in store for your family. He's looking to bless you. He, the abundant life is available. I pray this year that as you walk from here to there, you would walk with God like Enoch. That, that as you walk from, from here to there, you would fight for every blessing like Jacob. That as you go from, from here to there, you would worship God with your whole heart, even through difficulty, like David. That you would conquer every mountain that you face, like Jonathan. Come on, as you walk forward through difficulty and relationship, you would remain loyal, like Ruth. That as you walk, you would pick people up and rebuild the broken things, like Nehemiah. That you would weep for every suffering person, like Jeremiah. That as you walk, you would rise to the occasion, like Esther. That you would pour out your very best for God in every moment like Mary. That you would speak the truth in your world like Peter. That you would drop every single thing that's trying to hold you back like the disciples. But most importantly, as we move from here to there living in Christ, I pray that you would live, love, 
and lead like Jesus himself and turn this thing around. You can get from here to there. Listen, there's no level of difficulty in Christ. There's no mountain that's too big, no giant too strong, no chain too thick. What looks impossible with your eyes, Jesus wants to intervene, but he blesses movement. Instead of retreating from the giants this year, let's charge the giants with a sling and a rock. Every time in scripture when you see a great man or woman of faith take a step, God's always there. Today, what is your step out of here? What's your step? What's your step look like? Maybe more importantly, let's look at there. What could life look like in 12 months? It's not going to happen with a one-time event. It's going to be a process, walking it out one step at a time. This year, for some of us, is I'm getting my family back. I'm getting my family back. I'm, getting my, I'm, I'm taking a step. For, some, for a young lady in this room, you're there. It's rebuilding your relationship with your mother and father. Like You have no idea how hard it's going to be to get there. It's taking a step from here closer to there. Every step creates positive momentum and forward motion in your life. What does there look like? Maybe this year it's getting your finances and start giving again. I, I just stopped tithing. I stopped giving. I want to get back there. Well, how do you do that? By taking a step. What's your there look like? I want to get my relationship with my kids back. What does that look like? I want to, I want to be a better steward over my time. I want to spend more time with my family. What does that look like? I want to join a circle. What does that look like? What's your first step? You got to get out of here. You got to go to there. Why? Here's robbing you from what God wants to do there. It's robbing you. It's robbing you. And sometimes we overcomplicate what God wants to do in our life. What you're responsible right now in 27, uh, 2018 is taking one step. Be diligent in that step. Once you've taken it, take another step. When every one of us are at a different pace and a different journey, a different place in our journey, today, what's the one step? What's the one thing that will get you closer to there? Today, would you bow your head and close your eyes?